Are you ready to turn your crafting passion into a thriving business? Join me, Kimberly Smith, the Paper Chef, for a creative journey filled with success stories, expert insights, and the crafty inspiration you've been waiting for. This is Hello Crafty Friends. Well, hello, crafty friends. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. Today we are joined by Dawn Renee Beauvais. She's a soulful artist, teacher, and author. Her work is a reflection of her soulful spirit and a celebration of the human experience. Her art has been internationally published and collected. She's also the host of the Catch Some Soul Shine podcast, which I listen to and I love. And on the, her podcast, she shares her wisdom, insights, and healing practices with fellow artists and creatives. Dawn is an international best-selling co-author of The Creative Life Book and Radical Self-Love. Can't wait to hear more about these books. Join us as we discuss her journey of faith, loss, redemption, healing, creativity, and connection. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I'd like to start out with what you were like as a little girl and how you became interested in art and creativity. Well, I can tell you that I've always been interested in creativity and art. And, you know, some of my memories growing up is making mud pies out in the backyard, um, drawing. Uh, we would have little circuses in the basement. My mother was um, very creative and she, you know, instilled that in us as kids and she wanted us to be creative. And I, I loved it so much that I, I wanted to pursue it as a, as a dream, but, you know, my logical brain took over and I decided to get a profession that you know, I could probably make an income and a living at. <laughs> I totally understand that. My mom was, and still is, a very creative person and she influenced me. And I've also taken a journey like you of having a real job. And, but that actually ties into one of my questions. And I'm just going to kind of go there next because your job as a nurse practitioner, I'm sure that helps you with your understanding of the brain and the human mind and that through your work. And I was going to ask you later, but let's just get into that. How did you get yeah. into the work of mindfulness, healing, and how has your nurse practitioner job helped you in that endeavor? Yeah, I, I've always been interested in, you know, the healing modalities. And I think probably you know, one interesting thing that I didn't talk about, I haven't talked about this in a long time, but when I was in my 20s, I um, found out about this Universal Dances of Peace. And it was in uh, one of the cities in Ohio, Columbus. And it was um, this Sufi Muslim. And he brought together Christians, Jewish, and Sufis. And we sat around and did circle dances and chanting, and it was such a healing experience. But I've always delved into that, and I've read a lot of self-help books. I love Wayne, Wayne Dyer, and um, I can't, Oprah, and, you know, some other healing people. Stephen Covey and, uh, and all of this, yeah. Yes, yes. And, and then... Um, you know, later on, when I went to nursing school, I actually did my, um, like for a master's degree, you have to be do this huge, long paper, like a hundred pages. And I did a, a project on the healing properties of essential oil and alternative um, modalities for pain control and stuff and tried to utilize that in my hospital. But I think I was a little bit ahead of my time, so it didn't go very far, but I know the stuff works. I mean, now, you know, as opposed to back then, there was some research back then, but now there's just tons of research that explain how the creativity forms 
new neural pathways in the brain. It, you know, makes the brain function better. And not just for artists or creative people, it's for everyone. Like this this book that I, I read, Your Brain on Art, and they discuss how it helps with um, accountants, attorneys, people that have, you know, desk jobs all day. It makes their output better if they practice some kind of a creative outlet every day. And, so. and that. And that is exactly the philosophy that we talk about here on my channel and just be creative and share. And it makes, it makes everybody around you more productive and creative as well. When you start to share your passions. Mm -hmm. Now I want to get into a bit of a sadder topic and just get it out of the way. The elephant yeah. in the room here of right. your tragic loss. And yes, I, I know that you talk about it. Mm -hmm. on your podcast. Yes. And so I'm not, I don't want to bring up something that, that isn't something that you would make public, but can you, can you tell the listeners a little bit about the loss that you encountered and then how you are using your art and creativity as a way of healing so that if they have gone through something similar in their lives, they can also do the same. And I'm kind of tearing up because mm. of, you know, thinking of some things that happened in my family as well, right. the loss of my brother and father, but yeah. I'm going to let you go on and talk about okay. your story. So, um, a week before my senior year of nursing college, my dad was in a car accident and the truck flipped and he was caught underneath and caught fire and he passed away. He was in his 40s. And at that point in my life, I thought <clears throat> that that was the worst pain that I could ever experience in my life. You know, just devastation. But I recovered. You know, I went back to school. I I started living my life. and And then I had a family of my own four kids and, you know, with the opioid epidemic as prevalent as it is, one of them became addicted to opiates. And I remember talking to him and, you know, he and I were very close and he said, mom, you don't understand. It's, he goes, you don't understand. It was so prevalent, so easy to get these opioids. Everybody was doing them, you know, but he became addicted. So long story short, he fought really, really hard and eventually he lost his battle when he was 23. And I thought, <clears throat> this is the worst pain that I've ever experienced in my life. I can't even imagine it. There's just not even a name for a mom that loses a child. You know, you're not my, a widow. My mom is, is 91 and still suffering and still talking yeah. about the loss of my brother a lot. And it, I, I cried buckets of tears and I thought, how can your body even make that many tears? But I got really, really involved in service work, a lot of service work. I mean, 24 seven weekends, holidays, I was doing service work and we became really close to Brad's sponsor because Brad was in recovery until he passed. And, and then a couple years after Brad died, you know, this son that we welcomed into our family also suffered an overdose and died. And I really didn't, th I, I, it was like, Everything it's like losing still. another son. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, how can this be happening? What is going on? And my sister, who is a classically trained artist, she went to the Art Institute, invited me over to her house and she said, we're going to paint. And I said, I am not painting. No way. I'm not. And she said, yeah, we're going to paint. And so 
I got there and she had all the paint sitting out and the canvases and I was like, okay, I'll paint. And I sat down at that kitchen table and we painted for two, three hours. And it was the first time in a very long time that I was able to sit still, be still and experience joy and peace and serenity without my mind just spinning. And I got up and I'm like, wow, this is this. I love this. And then I started looking at YouTube and I started, you know, finding different painting techniques and I got into fluid art and I love fluid art. And then I wanted to do more. So then I started doing little projects and then I had paint parties at my house. And then I started making um, classical art and it just evolved, 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 evolved. And I'm still growing. I mean, you never stop growing as an artist. And I just, it made such a huge difference in my life that I feel like I can't live without it now. Well, I love creating. I think that you've come a long way. I'm very sorry for your losses, all of them. And it sounds like your sister had just what the doctor ordered, which is yeah, get into it and get into something and, and express your creativity. And then it's just snowballed from there. Like now you have a whole yeah. empire, I want to say, of, of, of all of the artistry and creativity and books. And it's, it's, it's all yeah. creativity. And you never stop growing. Yeah. Which is what we're doing here with this um, conversation. And I, right. I'm growing just like listening to you. So this is, yeah, this is amazing. It's amazing. I think, I think um, we have a lot of listeners that are paper crafters, seamstresses uh-huh. and artists, and we do a lot of different things. So this is really helpful. Right. And I listened to your podcast the other day and you were talking about mantras and you running and things like keeping yourself going. So let's talk about how, how mantras help you and what is a mantra. And for somebody who maybe doesn't do mantras. Yeah. So, so when I, when I, I actually ran a half marathon several pounds ago, (laughs) (laughs) but I, um, I read this book, the marathon Bible or something like that. And they talked about mantras And they said, develop your own mantra and you just repeat it over and over and over while you're at, you know, mile 10 or, or whatever, when you just, you hit that wall. And I, I still remember it. Um, I am a runner. I'm svelte. My shoes have wings. I'm a runner. I'm a runner. I'm a runner. (laughs) I would just repeat that over and and over. And you are. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. And so, um, now I have little mantras, you know, um, um, I got the, the one that I shared from, um, Joe Davis and, you know, nothing shall enter this sacred space that doesn't serve my highest good. Nothing. And you just repeat it over and over and over and it becomes ingrained in you. And I don't know if you've ever heard that expression, fake it until you make it. Absolutely. What do you think I'm doing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, of course. Yes, I've heard it. Yeah. So um, it's the same when we, and, and this is, you know, scientifically proven, you know, what we say, what we speak will be. So we just keep speaking it over and over and over, you know, I used to go to work like last year and I would go into work and I'd tell the girls, well, (laughs) I mean, you're looking at a millionaire here and they'd laugh at me and I go, oh no, it's going to happen. I'm going to be a millionaire artist. And they'd laugh and they'd laugh and I go, well, you wait, you wait and see. And then I um, co-authored the first book and it was just amazing. Um, There's 64 other artists, creatives, and Jessica Hughes was the 
collaborator for that. She's an amazing woman. And I'm watching this book release on Amazon and we thought, okay, maybe we'll get one number one category, right? And it just kept growing and growing and growing. And it was like 24 categories, 25 categories, one country, two country, three countries, all number one. That is excellent. I couldn't believe it. I was like jumping up and down and they're like, oh my gosh, Dawn, is this happening? I go, I told you, I told you. <laughs> yes. I've, I've, I've heard that term before I get into your book. I I've heard the term of, and I, I love listening to the lit factor might have a different name, Bob, but Tracy lit, she's always saying, you know, become the future, you become your, be your future self. Yes. I, I believe like be your future self and, and then you will become her. So yes. like you, you will become her. And I'll write down a question that one of my former podcast interviews w- wants to ask you as a guest too, as well. And it has to do with kind of our past and future self, but like mm-hmm. we, we, and that's what I do. I, I have to enjoy the journey because yeah. I'm already, you know, for in, in my case, like I'm already a, a million sales achiever or, or more. And I'm already a million YouTube subscribers, like, like someday, like it doesn't matter because I'm already there in my mind and it'll get there. Cause like, I have to feel like that before it'll get there. Now I want to ask you, so you're talking about this, the book, the creative Mm -hmm. life book, and now you have part two, which is radical self-love. So I want to know how you got involved in this project of the the two part series and how that has helped you in your career and what, where you go from here. Is there going to be a book three? So let's get into your books. So, um, Jessica Hughes is the mastermind and I joined, um, her mastermind for creatives and she's really helped me grow and evolve as an artist and as an entrepreneur. And she had this idea, Hey, let's all band together and release these books. And so we did. I love it. And she is going to have more. There's going to be more coming in the series, Um, It's all under the umbrella of the creative life book, because really it's all, all the books have something to do with creativity, you know, radical self-love creativity, you know, the creative life book is how you infuse that into your life or into your practices. So I'm not sure what the title of the third book is going to be, but it's going to be good. There's going to be one. That's, that's wonderful. Yes. So you also mentioned one of your interests to me when you're talking is that you like handmade gifts. I do. And of course, I love handmade cards and handmade gift packaging and Mm -hmm. sometimes even the gift. But it's it's more I'm more into the packaging. So what is what is where did that come from? And maybe a story or a a, uh, some kind of I would like to know how people react when you give them a homemade gift is what I'm trying to get at. I feel like. I I know for me, I've had tons of gifts over the years, right? And some of them you remember, and some of them end up in the closet, or you don't know who gave them to you. But I have gifts that I've gotten from people years ago, and I still get that feeling of joy when I look at the gift. I'm looking at a painting that my daughter made on the wall here, um, of some flowers and beautiful and she gave it to me and you know there's another painting over there and <laughs> and brad actually made me a painting too and um it's very simple it's like squares and he signed his initials and i have it in my bedroom i mean handmade gifts are more than just the gift itself it's the energetic exchange of love and you know, that person that you're getting. So I had this idea to put together this, you know, gift course for uh, this year's holidays. And, you know, I'm still working on it, but it'll come together. I mean, maybe you'll get it by black, get it up by black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a good time. People love to take courses. Yeah. Right now. Um, Right now, more than ever, you know, the economy is a little bit sluggish and 
why not make something for somebody that they're going to treasure and and you're going to benefit from making it too because you get the therapeutic benefits of creating much better than going out and fighting that shopping traffic right i love it and i always tell everybody when we're making the cards please send these send your cards to people don't don't keep them in your collect collecting dust cuz everybody can benefit and we all need a little pick me up so i think yeah. that's great i still have a a pottery piece my niece made me with the little <laughs> face on it you know she twisted the little the little face on and it looks it's a flower pot but it's pottery yeah and hey kim i thought of you it's really cracks me up and it yeah. just makes me smile so i do love homemade gifts and you've i'm sure had a good res response when you give them to people yeah yeah and speaking of giving things away, I see that you allow people to get your prints from you if they just pay the shipping. So where did you yeah. come up with that idea of giving away art? And it's a it's a um, print, and the collection is really near and dear to my heart. It's called Rooted in Faith, and I made there's four paintings, and one is um, Divine Light. Um, I have. Um, abundantia I have hope all around and the hand of God and you know it's funny each time I made one of those paintings like I was feeling that like the hand of God oh man things were really turbulent here and I have a 23 year old that uh, is challenging and I'm just slapping paint on the canvas and slapping it on and then I put a little collage in there and I stood back and I didn't really even notice anything at first I was going to call it turbulent waters and I posted it on Facebook and somebody said oh my gosh I see the hand of God reaching into the turbulent waters and I'm like huh there it is wow I need to look at it again I did see the turbulent waters in that I need to go see yeah I was like, okay, so that's what it is. And, and I didn't even see it, but that's amazing that, you know, people can connect with your art and then you see it. So um, I decided to make a little um, print collection that somebody could pick one of those that they resonate with and put it in their space to kind of instill that faith and hope, whatever they need in their space. Well, that's nice. And I really love those. And I'm going to have the link in the show notes of where they can go get those prints. Mm -hmm. Thank so you. Now, and now I want to ask you that question that from my former interviewee, I guess we're going to call you my first podcast interview. You are my second. And uh, Tracy Vanover, she asked if you could go back 10 years and give yourself some advice, or we can even use 20 years, however many years you want to go back and give yourself some advice. What would that be? It's what I say all the time now. Life is a journey. Each day is precious. And enjoy every single minute of it. Don't get caught up in all the details and the mistakes and the errors. Just try and find joy in every single day. Because we don't know when tomorrow will not be here. I love that advice. That's good advice. Mm -hmm. And now some of my listeners are just getting started in whatever it is they want to do. Mm -hmm. And I know you're further ahead on your journey. You've already written books. You've already produced art. You've already started a podcast. And I want you, and I can also like help in this conversation. Like what can we, what, what kind, how can we inspire people to take that first step toward finding their passion and then taking that path of following and following that path. You know, I really think it boils self. down to radical self-love, right? If we can't love ourselves, then there's nothing that we can give to somebody else. We have to love us first because one, you can't pour from an empty cup. So with that being said, pick something and and stay focused on that one thing. That's one problem I may have. I get too many plates spinning, but focus on one thing and see it through. When I was putting this podcast together, 
uh, my podcast. Oh my gosh, I two days I struggled with tech and figuring things out and I was almost ready to quit. And I called a friend and she said, just take a little break, walk away and come back. I know you're going to get this. And I did. I came back and I got it done. And that sense of accomplishment, even though, you know, it's not perfect, we're brand new podcasters, right? Right. It's, it's amazing that we have accomplished that. And the more you do something, the better you get. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's art or my husband knits. He's a knitter. That is interesting. Yes. His mother was an avid knitter and crocheter. And when she passed away, she had, I can't tell you how much yarn and and knitting tools. So the kids kind of divvied them up and he took, he brought some home and he started watching YouTube videos and he's knitted blankets and pot holders and towels and all kinds of stuff. So I've got, I, I like to see some of what he has created. Mm-hmm. I told him he should make a YouTube channel. <laughs> hey, why not? That's what we are. We have a grow your crafty friends business group. And last night we, we met for the first time and we were talking about that YouTube channels and Facebook groups and all the things to start. And like, we cannot start these all at once. No. no. It, right. We, we, we need to do one thing at a time. And I like what you said. And one of the people I listen to is Maria Forleo. And she says, I don't do overwhelm. That's her mantra. Mm. I don't do overwhelm. So you, you, for, so my advice in along the lines of you would just be like, take that step and, and get a hold on the thing. Don't try to do 10 things because you won't get a hold of any of them and right. you'll get overwhelmed. So then like, if it's going to be Instagram, focus on that. If it's going to be Facebook groups, YouTube podcasting, the, the reason I'm at the point where I could do this podcast now is I I'm almost at my 1000 videos on YouTube. I've done that, got that under control. It's not great, but I have it under control. I know yeah. what to do, I guess, after a thousand times. Right. right. So that now I could start a new venture and, but I would never have done this at the same time as that, or if you bite up too many things, you can't, can't chew mm-hmm. them. Right. So that's exactly where I'm at. I'm not a, you, I mean, I have a YouTube channel, but I really don't do anything with it. And I thought to myself, I can't even look at that right now. I can't even begin to tackle that. I'm just going to focus on this and, you know, my painting and, and making gifts for people and my job and my family. Right. So, and, yeah. and I'll ask you about that, your, your typical day, but I would like to say that I'm going to be putting this on my YouTube channel. So you will have your face all over YouTube. <laughs> put this on my channel. Now the YouTube does have a podcast playlist that you can have on your channel. Mm-hmm. And, but it accepts only a video format. So even when I have an audio where I didn't videotape the guest, I can still put clips of the audio in a video format. Wow. That's, that's, that's the format. And of course this will be on Apple, Spotify and all the others. So what is your typical day? Like uh, on whether you could, you could pick a work day or a, just a day when you're creating, but I'd like to hear about your typical day. Okay. In the life of I'll Dawn. pick a half and half day because sure. My work days are really long. So on Thursdays, I work half a day. I go into work. Um, I help people with mental health and addiction, come home, usually um, work on some tech stuff, you know, your social media channels, your podcast, recording, editing, downloading. And then I oftentimes have my granddaughter. So she loves to paint with me and we paint together all the time. She's five. And, um, and then I will do some coursework. I, I'm a, I love learning. So I'm actually taking, um, a painting course from Milan Institute of Art. And because I wanted to learn how to do oil painting, never too late to learn. And never, never too late to learn anything. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
And then, you know, dinner and more painting or some type of creative outlet. And then I go to bed. That sounds like a wonderful day. Mm -hmm. And especially the time spent with your granddaughter. Does she have aspirations yet of what does she, does she talk about what she wants to do? I call her my little artist. I said, you are a wonderful artist. And one time I was videotaping her and she says, hello, my name is Brindley and I'm a wonderful artist. Thank you very much. And I'll see you next time. (laughs) I thought I was going to die. She was so funny. But yeah, that's another, I mean, I mean, you probably don't even know about this one, but a year ago we lost my grandson, her brother at the babysitters and no, I did not. Yeah. And he was almost two and it's just been another horrific ordeal. But again, even with Brinley, the, the art and the painting is so therapeutic for her. She loves it. So I'm helping her with that too. Wow. You are amazing. This is, I think that you're going to find a lot of people that really connect with you because of the losses that they've gone through and that they also want to express themselves with through their art. Mm -hmm. And you've taken it one step further and even monetized that. So that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And but it's such a healing process. And I, I hope that others get, get to find you so you can help them get through that. Because I have a friend whose daughter overdosed and I really want to connect you with her. Yeah. That'd be great. Very soon because it's very recent and she's in complete darkness and she has so much light to give. And I, I tell her, Oh, I can see you as a speaker, you know, and and to other parents that this has happened to. Yeah. But she can't see herself out of this right now. You know, the one thing I will say about such a traumatic loss is there's just no way around the darkness. You have to go through it. Right. And, but once you get to the other side, everything is more beautiful. The sunrises are beautiful. Sunsets, I'm just in awe over. I mean, just the littlest things um, become really, really something. So, yeah, it. You mentioned on your podcast about gratitude, like raising your frequency. So, yeah, I'm thinking you're talking about that. Like, you really now appreciate, yeah, all the things in life. Right. And when you raise your frequency, of course everything else starts to happen positively. So that's, yeah, that that's amazing. Now I have, do you have any, I, I see you were asking, you know, you, you want to find dreamers and collaborators and do you, do you have any interesting things in the works for your podcast now or for your future collaborations? Some of these, I just finished a collaboration with uh, Jane Belante. She's a, um, She loves doing scrapbook and collage, and I took a course uh, with her, and it was just about letting go, you know, making art that you don't care about, that just, just the act of doing, and I really liked it because, like I told you, I'm in this course, and it's very intense with Milan Art Institute, and so to have a, a course like that where you can just let go and work in your art journal and express yourself. And it's just for you. I loved it. So she asked me to do a collaboration with her and I'm going to be featured in her little magazine. So super excited about that. Congratulations. And I'd love to meet her someday too. This is, yes, this is like so fun to like hear about the connections you've made and the collaboration. She, she's really awesome. Just like you. I, I'm loving talking to you and we're going to be fast friends. Yes. I can tell. We're crafty <laughs> friends already. We're going to be crafty besties. Yes. And I also journal. This one's more of a, I'm just going to show you because my friend got it yeah. made. My friend Jenny put my name on it, but I, I do write journal thoughts as they come to me. Yeah. But this is more of a notes from my courses that I take. And then, and then I, in the back, I have a, when I wake up, 
like this is all my crazy dreams. Like, yeah. and I don't mean dreams like, oh, I dream of being an astronaut. I mean, like I had a dream and it was so crazy vivid. And if you wake up and you write it down right away, you can have these amazing details from the dreams. So that's the back. Journal thoughts just come to me like, I can't stop the download. They just keep coming. And then, of course, I write down my notes. So for those who are, I want to say, digital people or people who just think they can remember everything or just people who just don't like to write, what is the importance of writing things down, in your opinion, and journaling? You know, there's something that happens with the tactile sensation and the movement of the hand and the connection of that to the brain that's different than typing or dictating. Now, I will say, um, when I have a dream now, I would never write them down. So I started dictating them in my notes in my phone so that I would actually do it. But when you journal, it it's really a meditative process. And it's it's really important to use that tactile sensation with the journaling in my humble opinion, because I think it makes it. I think so too. I think that's what it is for me. It's like when you write it down, I remember it in a different way. And I even remember, Oh, someone said that. And it was on the left side of the page. Yeah. Red ink. Like, cause I use different color inks. So I use like purple and red and green and blue black. So I might go, Oh, I saw that it was in red and it was on the left. Cause I can actually remember where it was not, not what page of the journal, but what the point was. And then I try to, because I'm getting a lot of coaching lately and I'm trying to impart what they tell me and I have to try to find it again. Mm -hmm. So I use this book, a bunch of other books, and then I use Evernote. It's a really cool program Mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a note taking. And then it lets me search that it Mm. lets me search through other. So I, I agree. And I think journaling is so important. And we talked about mantras. That's mantras is something you're going to repeat to yourself and get yourself psyched up. Mine is, I like to use the one about, I don't do overwhelm. So now Instead of saying, for example, oh, I have so many card club kits to make. Um, there's no way I'm ever going to get them done. It's like, it's like, oh, I'll get these done. In other words, I'm not overwhelmed. Like I actually convinced myself. It's maybe even not true sometimes, but I convince myself and it makes it true. In other yeah. words, like it might have so much to do. And I just say it'll get done. And especially when I was sick and I just couldn't get it done. It will get done. Mm-hmm. And nothing happened. My customers were fine with it. It will all get done. We don't yeah. do overwhelm. And then, yeah. so we talked about journaling and affirm and um, affirmations, uh, or mantras. Affirmations are sort of positive. Mm-hmm. They're they're like our mantras, right? But we right affirmations. And we talked about gratitude and raising our frequency. Uh, we talked about creativity as a way of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see if we're forgetting any of these things that are really important lessons for our listeners. Prayer and meditation. Yes. Prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I, it took me a while to really lean into the meditation, but it is such an important practice and it will, it's like you're releasing things so that you can receive So I used to listen to guided meditations and then I started listening to the hum of the fan and I would push all thoughts. I just try and push all thoughts out of my brain. A thought comes in. Nope. Hum. Listen to the hum. And I'll set my, my timer on the phone for 15 minutes and just do that. And you'd be amazed at how much that improves your frequency, your radio. You know, it just opens you up. I love that because like my, I've always kind of learned like catch up, like the thoughts come in your head and you have to like catch them and throw them away. So like they're coming and you're like, got to pick up the, got to go get groceries, need milk, throw it away. Uh, Some, somebody's asking me to call them back, throw it away. Like just every thought, because if you, if all these thoughts just keep cluttering your brain, then you can't like kind of get into the zone of, of the meditation zone. And right. so that's what I do when I meditate, but I'm more of a guided meditation. I like to listen to the stereo where I put my earbuds in and it's, and they're, I guess, trances kind of like what something oh, yeah. to one ear uh-huh. I have to share them with you. They're free uh, from mind Valley. Okay. I, they're on YouTube, but they're, 
anyway, like you put on your earbuds and like something talks to you in the one ear and then in the other ear. And it's, it's just like really cool. And it's, and they're meditations and you get really into it. But then after a few minutes of throwing away, the thoughts come in and you're like, boom, boom. Uh And you throw them away. I literally catch them. And I feel like this is where I catch them from because they come right here. (laughs) Gone, gone. And then I get into the zone and then I'm like, wow, I feel like so refreshed and renewed. And mine are only like seven minutes or 15 minutes. They're not long. Right. I I then have the energy to do like so many more things. Mm -hmm. I love that. And Mm -hmm. meditation is, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. I used to roll my eyes at all that woo woo stuff. Right. But it really has helped me a lot. But it works if you work it. It works if you work it. Yeah. I remember years ago, I listened to a book on neuro-linguistic programming. Yes. And, and it's an audio book. And I listened to it several times. And like now, whenever I have like a bruise or it doesn't matter what I have, I'm always like talking to my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like talk to the, like, as if it's a, as if it's alive, you know, and I, yeah. and it really feels like it does work. You know, it, yeah. it, it's just very interesting if you've never heard of that. I mean, these were back in the audio tape days and and then it went to CDs and now I listen to audio books on the audible and things, but me yeah, too. it's, it's really, all these things have helped me. And so I'm glad you mentioned the meditation because it clears your brain for other things. Yeah. You can't, like you said, you can't give with an, an empty cup. You can't give from an empty cup. Right. And one of the, one of the things we were talking about in my group last night was mindset. And if you could speak to some of that, because some, I mean, and this just has to do with anything, but we were talking about in the area of selling and mm-hmm. mindset. And I was like, well, you, it, I used to think mo- of money in a different way. And now I, yeah. now I have a feel like I think of selling as like service and yes. showing people things. And the whole world is, is all about, like you talked about energetic exchanges, mm-hmm. but money to me is, is not really paper. Right. It's just like an energetic exchange as well. Like you do something for someone and then they want to support you with money or buying something or right. signing up for this or that. It doesn't really, it, to, to me, I'm over all that, but I don't know where I, when exactly that happened for me. I can't recall the, the point, but I'm I'm trying to help people that are at, are at that point at the beginning where they're just like, I don't like selling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do this as a XYZ demonstrator, artist, creative mm-hmm. person, author. They don't want to share their gifts and try to sell them but then they won't be able to keep on doing what they're doing if they don't start selling things that they do so can you help me like so i i love that you said selling is serving because i'm in the mastermind with jessica and that's that's one of the points that she has taught us and yes money is not um it's so much more than just paying for something it's an energetic exchange and i i am more mindful of my money like for example um i had some people at work talking about that timu app or whatever oh yeah and i said you know that does not interest me i i i i have no interest in that and i don't really want to support that because I would rather have something that's meaningful. And, you know, you can buy a really nice, wonderful shirt and wear it over and over and over and over and over. Or you can go and get something that, you know, you don't feel as good in. And which one makes you feel better? You know? And it's, it's supporting the artist too. There was, there was an artist on Instagram and she was holding up like a, a blanket. I think it was a, a, anyway, the fabric was stolen on that app, like in the being yeah. sold her fabric, her design. Yes. And then I saw somebody and that was somebody I didn't follow, but it was, it went so viral that it got to my feed on Instagram. And then somebody I do follow that I've been following for probably 10 years on YouTube yeah. and her designs. She also so I kind of feel like I know her just like, I hope people feel like they know me. Cause like, I'm always watching her for 10 years. And she was like, my design got stolen and it's being sold, sold over there mm-hmm. on that app. And I was like, Ooh, so, so that's yeah. why I don't use it because I, I want to support the original. I know what goes into designs and I want right. to support the original artist. Right. Right. So, um, when we talk about the mindset of money, mm. 
Um, that's why I say I am a millionaire. Now, does that mean that I have a million bucks? Hmm. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> but it's really not about the money, right? It's about the mindset. I'm doing what I love and I'm making money and I'm happy. And one of the phrases that um, I think people can start using, and I, I learned this from a young man and he was in recovery and he, he, he come in and he goes, I get to go tie my shoes today. I get to get up and go to work. I get to brush my teeth. You know, and everything was, I get to, I get to. And I get to make art and share it with the world. How cool is that? Right. I, I love that. If you go, if you go about the day, think with that gratitude and mm -hmm. appreciation, mm -hmm. yeah. then you don't think of it as a chore. You get to do something. You think of it as a privilege and yeah, man, that that's powerful stuff there. Yeah, I really, I really hope that the listeners have got something out of this conversation. I know I have, because when you're around people that are like-minded and you can, you can understand this, then you really will start making these connections and things will be different for you. They'll start to change. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I don't know exactly when, you know, this epiphany happened or this epiphany happened, but it's a journey and you have to love the journey so right. that you can keep going on the journey. You can't say, you know, oh, when this, when I get that million dollars, I'll be able to donate. No, donate now. Right. When I get that million dollars, I'll have the freedom to go on vacation. No, no, go on vacation now. Yes. Like enjoy life now because you're, you have to have, you have to enjoy the journey or you'll never get to that next level. So and, true. So yeah. true. Yeah. So I'm glad that, you know, we took this step of starting these podcasts because I think it's just fun to have a different format to share stories and things. And mm -hmm. wow. So I am excited that I got to talk to you today and we covered a lot of topics. And is there anything else that do. you want to add before I kind of summarize our conversation? No, um, you'll have the links in your in your bio or show notes. And if people want to check me out, I'm Dawn Renee Beauvais on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. And it's I will been link a your... pleasure talking to you. Yeah. I will link your Facebook, your Instagram, your prints where they can download those prints. I saw you had a journal for positive affirmations. Yes. You share those. And then I have links to your two books on Amazon and anything else I can find, I will link and you can tell me <laughs> okay. later. And that was, that's a funny story because my first guest was like, your show notes are only appearing in, and her name's Tracy in yeah. Apple, but not in Spotify. And I'm like, oh no, they're there. They're in my little description of the podcast. And of course they weren't. So one o'clock in the morning, a couple of nights ago, I'm like, I figured it out. Mm -hmm. I know how to get them to show up on all the platforms. So I actually know how to do show notes and even make them look better this time with actual hyperlinks. Imagine. <laughs> I just figured that, that out tonight. <laughs> you, do, you know what I mean? That right? It's yeah. like it's like they're showing. I know where to put them, but they were they were like not in a list format. And the right. funny thing is, I've been doing WordPress for years. I've had a WordPress site, but not as a podcaster. Yeah. So everything is different. So guys, if I can do this and do it messy, you know, guys, yeah. do things messy. Don't don't try to do things perfectly because you just got to start getting out there, getting mm -hmm. it done. Yeah. 70% is good enough. Yeah. This podcast is all about taking inspired action toward your goals. So like, just start doing anything that you want to start doing. Stop talking about it. And if you don't even take the first action, some of my coaches would say, you're never going to do this. You didn't, yeah. all you're doing is talking about it. Or right. one of my coaches says, like this girl asked him a question. He's like, you ask that same question every week. Just start it already. I'm sick yeah. of you asking me the same question every week. It's very funny. I get, I get a lot of, humor I listen to them it's very humorous but it's like just started already all right so today we talked about the value of creativity as a way of healing and mm -hmm. as a way of expressing yourself right we talked about 
using your creativity to make homemade gifts and how that makes other people feel and then how they can remember that. We talked about how you can use your passion and creativity to help you get over losses in your life. Mm -hmm. we, we talked about using journaling mantras and affirmations as a way of picking yourself up and, and putting yourself in a future state, like in a future state of being so that you can then become that person. So you, and I've always, I've also heard it called act as if, so act as if you're at that next level. Right. And we talked about action and the importance of it and mindset. And boy, we, we talked about a lot of things and we could, we sure did again. We could, you know, we could, we could do this again and we could go on forever again and again, we could go on and on. <laughs> so do you have any questions I could ask my next, or just a question I could ask my next guest on this podcast. And if you don't think of it now, you can always let me know. How about what scary inspired action did they take? I like that. Thank you. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, Don. Yeah. Thanks Thank for having me so much for being and I look here. forward to you being on my show too. Oh, I will. Absolutely. I promise. And it will okay. be, let's say by the end of November, we will do that. We will set Perfect. it up. Okay. Sounds Gotta great. set a timeline. Once you say you're going to do something, put a timeline on it. Yes. All right. Well, that's all for now. Thank you. Crafty friends. And we will see you again. Keep yep. on creating. Okay. Thank Have you. Have a good day. All right. Thank you for joining us on Hello Crafty Friends. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback helps us inspire more crafty entrepreneurs just like you. Stay connected with our community and shape the direction of our podcast. Visit HelloCraftyFriends.com to join the Grow Your Crafty Business membership group. Until next time, keep crafting, keep thriving, and keep growing. Goodbye, crafty friends.